Hi, everyone. I'm Candace Huber, and you're listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH, a weekly discussion of all things literary. And this week, I'm going to do a writing tips segment. This has been one of my more popular segments on this podcast. And we have done, I think, Two so far, we did one on dialogue and I did one on world building. And so now today I'm going to do one about character development. And so if you're a writer, just to let you know if this is your first podcast that you're listening to from me, I am a bookstore owner here in the city. I own Tubby and Coo's Mid-City Bookshop which is a genre science fiction and fantasy store. I also am a book editor and a book publisher. So I have some credentials as far as knowing what is good when it comes to writing, hopefully, if I'm good at what I do. And so I am presenting these tips to you as a book as a book publisher and a book editor and a book seller of what makes things, uh, what makes writing good. And so today I'm going to talk about character development because I've already done dialogue and I've already done world building. And so today we're going to do characters and I'm going to talk about how to create good characters and well-rounded characters. So my first tip here is to make sure that your character is believable and well-rounded. I think a lot of the times when I see characters, they are one-dimensional. And so I think it's really important to make your character a well-rounded, full human being and not just a one-dimensional stereotype of a human being. And so especially if you're writing about a person who has a different experience from you, this is where I see the one-dimensional trap most often is when an author is writing about someone who is different from them. So I'm a white woman. If I want to write a story about a black woman or about a man or about an Asian person or about anyone who is not me, then I have to be really careful about that. And I talked about this a little bit in my world building section as it relates to groups of people and developing cultures in your world. But I'm talking about this in this podcast as it relates to the individual characters and the individual human beings. So if you are writing about a character who has a different experience from you, it's fine. But make sure you do your research. Make sure that you know who those people are and that you're presenting those people in a way that is accurate and relatable and well-rounded and that that character is not just a one-dimensional stereotype of what you think that type of person is. If you are writing about a character that has a different experience from you and you get it wrong, you have to be prepared for criticism. You can't say, oh, well, I'm a writer and so I can write about anything that I want. That's true to a certain extent. But if you misrepresent a culture or you misrepresent a type of person or you just make a one-dimensional stereotype of a person, the fact that you're writing does not put you above criticism of your writing and of your characters. So just make sure that if you are going to do that, that number one, you do it well, and number two, that you are prepared for criticism from those groups of people that you're writing about if you get something wrong. Make sure that you give your character quirks and flaws. No one is perfect And flaws are what really make us as people unique and interesting and memorable and relatable. And so make sure that you do the same thing with your characters. You give them flaws. You give them quirks. You make sure that they have things that have affected them. Make sure that they have a backstory. Make sure that you know what has happened to this person in their lives that has made them who they are. And you want to sprinkle the details of this backstory 
throughout the entire novel in order to build your character up as you go along the way. And that brings me to another point that I want to make is not falling into the info dump trap. So a lot of times I see authors that they introduce a character and they just tell you everything about that character immediately. So they say, here is John Doe and John Doe's entire life story. And here's a full physical description. And here's all of his innermost thoughts. And here's everything about John Doe that you ever wanted to know. And that is boring, number one. And it does not do anything to build your character throughout the novel. So make sure that when you are introducing characters, you don't fall into that info dump trap. And uh, my advice for this is to really think about what happens when you meet a person in real life for the first time. You probably don't immediately know everything about that person, right? I mean, you definitely don't immediately know everything about that person. And you might take in their physical appearance, but not entirely. Like I can tell you when I meet people, I remember if they have dark hair or I remember if they were super tall or super short or big things about them. Likely, I probably couldn't even tell you what they were wearing. I probably couldn't tell you every single detail about what the person looked like. Not that I've only met once or twice. Once I get to know them a little bit more, I could give you more details about them and their physical appearance. But even right away, I'm not noticing that. And so just think about that and think about what you notice when you first meet somebody. And typically, it's usually only one or two details, right? So you notice if somebody's constantly biting their nails. You notice if they have a prominent scar or if they have tattoos or if they have nervous mannerisms or what kind of handshake they give you, if they give you that lip fish handshake or if they give you a strong handshake, if they make eye contact. Those are things that you will notice upon first meeting someone. You probably won't remember what they were wearing. You may remember really distinct physical characteristics, but you're not going to know everything and you're not going to remember everything. So make sure that when you're writing characters, you think about these things and you give your characters those details upon first meeting them. So when the reader first meets a character, they don't need to have the full physical description of that character. Give them a couple of details. And then as they keep meeting the character on and on, you give them more detail each time. And that is a much better way to develop a character. And that's both going for physical description details and for other details about your character. And that leads me to my next point, which is to avoid cliches And use action and not description to define your character. So cliches in a character are things that we see in every single story, like the arrogant frat boy or the shy librarian or the workaholic parent. You see these things all the time. They're overused. They're overdone. And so make sure that when you're creating a character, you introduce something different to the reader so that the reader thinks, you know, oh, I didn't really know that character after all. I thought that they were an arrogant frat boy, but actually it's this. And that is what compels them to keep reading. And that's what makes your characters believable and relatable. They're not just a stereotype of something. They are an actual full human being and they have other sides to them besides just the side that everyone sees. And avoiding cliches is really important when it comes to that. Also using actions instead of descriptions. I think descriptions can take you so far with a character. But again, think about what you remember about your favorite characters. So if you think about your your absolute favorite characters from books, what do you remember about them? Do you remember exactly what they look like? I don't. 
I remember what they do. I don't remember what they look like. And so I, I form this picture in my mind, of course, of what they look like. But really, I don't remember the exact descriptions that the authors gave. I remember how they acted. I remember what they did. I could not tell you what Huck Finn looked like other than that he was a teenage boy. I can tell you that he rafted down the river and that he became friends with a slave and that, you know, he went on all these adventures. And so I remember what Huck Finn did. I don't really remember what he looked like that much other than that he was a teenage boy. That was really the only description that I needed. So a character's actions are a lot more important to readers than their descriptions. So just keep that in mind. You don't need to give some huge description of their five foot five and they weigh this much and their hair is this color and their eyes are this color and this is you don't need all of that you really just need basic physical details and then fill the rest in with actions because the reader no matter how you describe your character to them and no matter how your character looks like to you the reader is going to build a picture of the character in their mind based off of their actions and based off of the reader's own experiences and so if you try too hard to shoehorn in your description and what you think of a character, it can make it unrelatable to some readers because then they can't put themselves into that character. So you want to give enough detail to give the overall impression of your character physically, but you don't want to give too much detail so that the reader can't put themselves into the shoes of that character because that's the whole point of the story, right, is to have the reader live that story through that character. So just make sure that that's what you're doing as well. You also want to make your character consistent. And so this is another trap that I see authors falling into a lot is that on page three, the character will have red hair. And on page 50, the character all of a sudden has brown hair. And this also comes in with editing. You know, if you have a really good editor, then that editor will figure that out for you and will look for those inconsistencies and help you fix those. But especially if you're self-publishing or, you know, just as you're writing the story, make sure that you keep track of those details. I recommend keeping like a log as you're writing of, okay, here's all the details about this character so that when you reference it later on, you can look at that log and you can say, okay, wait, what color was the hair again? What color was the eyes again? Because you're not going to remember all of that every single time that you're writing. And so the other thing is that the way that your character acts can't be contradictory. So if your character acts contradictory to the way that you've built them up, readers will definitely get noticed and they will definitely get mad about it. And so things like the way that your character talks and the choices that your character makes, just make sure that you are being consistent with that and that your character is acting in a way that your character would act, that they that they stay in character, that they don't completely diverge. Now, it's okay to make them do something unexpected, right? That's what you want. You want to surprise your reader. But you don't want to shoehorn things in there to where the reader just feels like this is not at all what this character would do. You know, you want to make sure that when you're building up this character, you build them up correctly and then you stay consistent within that character and what that character would do. My other piece of advice would be not to completely disregard your secondary characters. And you have to make sure that you are developing these secondary characters definitely enough. Obviously, you're not going to build them up as much as your main characters. But often, secondary characters, sidekick-type characters are readers' favorites. And think about this. Think about your favorite movies. Think about your favorite TV shows and your favorite books and who your characters are, who your favorite characters are in those things. 
So when I'm thinking about this, I don't think that I've ever heard anybody say that Luke Skywalker is their favorite character in Star Wars. And I'm sure that those people are out there, but I've never heard that. The people that I hear people talking about or the characters that I hear people talking about from Star Wars, I hear Chewbacca, I hear R2-D2, I hear C-3PO, I hear Boba Fett, I hear BB-8, I hear Finn. And so think about the people who are your favorites from movies and TV shows and books. And very likely, they are secondary supporting characters. And so those characters are important as well. And so you have to make sure that you add some color to them. Make sure that you use them to push your main characters forward. And make sure that when you're writing, you develop them in your head and you know a lot about these characters Even if you never put those details into the story, you need to know who these characters are. You need to know a lot about them. You need to know how they support the main characters. You need to know about their relationships and their backstories and their histories just as much as you need to know about the main characters, even though none of that or a lot of that probably won't go into the story. You need those characters to be well-developed and well-informed because those are the characters that readers are very likely going to remember and are going to be readers' favorites. So just make sure that you are rounding out your secondary characters well. And I think that another thing to remember is that we don't live in a vacuum, right? So the events on your story need to have an effect on your characters. Your character cannot be the same at the end of the story as they are at the beginning of the story. And this is where you'll hear talk about character arcs, right? We need to make sure that the character has an arc. We need to make sure that the character grows and learns from their experiences throughout the story. So your characters should learn from their mistakes. They should draw from their past experience, both within the story and from their backstory. And they need to grow as your story moves forward. So just make sure that your character is different at the end than they were at the beginning, especially your main characters. Your secondary characters don't necessarily have to grow. Look at C-3PO, look at R2-D2. These characters are the same in every single movie that you see. But your main characters, look at Luke, has to grow, has to learn, has to be different at the end of your story than they are at the beginning of your story. And going back to flaws and quirks and things like that, make sure that your character is not perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. So if your character does everything exactly right all the time, that's really boring. If they're always the hero, if they always know exactly what to do and they never face any obstacles, it's going to make your reader's eyes roll. Nobody wants that. And just make sure that you're not making a character who is this idealized version of yourself I do think that to a certain extent, writers are living out their fantasies when they are writing their stories, and that's fine. But you don't want to get too hardcore with making this idealized version of yourself in your character. because And you know what I'm talking about. The character who comes from humble beginnings and then achieves these impossible goals and ends up saving the human race and then dies a martyr and a hero. That is boring. I am going to yawn just thinking about that. And then you also become dangerously close to making your character a Mary Sue. And so you you just want to make sure that you are not making your character too perfect, too idealized, you know, too much what you want to be. And bring them down and make them into a real person. And sure, they can be a hero, but also you want to make sure that they're a well-rounded character. And so those are 
my best tips for making good characters. Good luck to you in your writing. And hopefully you have some tips now that can really help you and that you learned something today. And you have been listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH.